we'll go into more of that later. Right now, we're going to welcome Jesse Miller and Sneha Narayan. Uh, thank you for coming. Pull up a mic. Yeah, let's hear them. Yeah, welcome the recycler. Hey, Thanks. <laughs> nice to have you guys. It's great to be here. Jesse, um, did you, uh, were you part of the start, starting energy of this event? The yeah. Recyclery? Sneha, you also? Um, no, I'm a much more recent member. Jesse's been around for a long, much longer time. Okay, what do we call a long time? I love that when I hear that right. from young people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it started in 2005. Oh, that's a good long time. Yes, yeah. indeed. That's, that's 12 years, kids. That's 12 years, right, right on. And have you always been at the current location? No. That's um, what I thought. Well, the first summer we were in a garage and then we moved down to a basement in South Evanston. Um, is a, oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it was a residential basement. Um, but now? But now we're in Rogers Park uh, above ground. <laughs> That's good. Uh, that on, helps with bikes. Yeah. On, uh, on Polina Street, right north of the, the Howard CTA stop. Well, I. Uh, I was honored to uh, run into someone from the recyclery while I was out doing some kind of petition work here a while back. And uh, we had a nice chat and they told me about the place. So I've been driving by a couple of times uh, when I hit the post office across the street. It's a great little post office, no blinds, or maybe two people. And many people <laughs> coming in off the street to talk to the postmaster there. And uh, it's quite a show. It's one of the and, last um, remaining neighborhood post office type but the, the, you always were closed when I went by. Uh, so I got there the other day, and I talked to uh, an old friend named Greg. And um, he was working on a bike. I guess he teaches at the Art Institute. Mm -hmm. And I was really impressed. There were like maybe 10, 12 stations. You had a number of people working on bikes. Um, let's, said, ask, let's ask these folks how it works. Um, what are your hours? And, and then how do people get involved? Um, so we have a number of different programs. Um, one of our most popular programs is Open Shop, which is basically a, um, a set of times when if you have a bike that is in need of repair or just routine maintenance, you can come into our shop either on Tuesday and Thursday evenings at 7 to 9 p.m. or Saturday afternoons from 1 to 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. And you can bring in your bike and we have a number of volunteers who will help you figure out what you need to do to get your bike in shape. We have the tools, we have stands, but you put in the muscle work and you turn all the wrenches because the idea behind our programs is to empower people to learn how to work on their own bikes to, um, and to promote bicycles. Uh, more riding of bicycles in general so that you know we can create a culture of sustainable transportation and healthy living and <laughs> and support one another in this mission wow well said sneha i like that so it's set up though as a as a cooperative or a collective that's correct and what does that mean i mean when we did the heartland we had uh we weren't a collective people thought we were but uh, how is that set up? I mean, so there are some owners who members of the collective? So we're a nonprofit, and our technically we have a board of directors, but instead of having a traditional hierarchical structure, um, if our membership board, we instead have a volunteer board that makes its decisions collectively. And 
everyone on the board has uh, one vote. We make our decisions via consensus. Um, the collective member- So in other words, everything takes a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been part of those groups my entire life. Yeah, we love the consensus method. We love it. More coffee, more donuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jesse, talk about it. You've been here since the beginning. Yeah. Um, How has it evolved for you? What do you think is the best uh, improvements that have happened? Oh, hmm. Too many questions. Right? <laughs> Kate, Sorry. I'm, accused, I'm always been accused of asking a million questions no, in right, one. Right. And I'm glad to see you're taking up the... Let me go. Yeah. Well, I've, I've stayed, stayed involved over the years because of uh, it's attracted a lot of really interesting, great people. Um, so it's, it's a fun project to have been a part of. Um, yeah, moving uh, to our location in Rogers Park was a huge change. Before, it was kind of hard to find, and so it was like... You know, you had to know where it was, maybe, you know, uh, be part of the secret club or the know the secret handshake to get in the door. Right. Um, but now it, uh, we're much more public and visible. And You've so got a storefront. Changed. Yeah, right. I mean, there's nothing like having a storefront. Yeah. It's fabulous. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so, yeah, that, that was a major um, Improvement. Major change. Have there been any uh, articles, stories about you, whether in DNA or the Tribune or the Sun Times? Or Reader. And how do, I yeah. guess what I'm really after is how do people get to know about you? Because um, <clears throat> you're a little bit in the, you know, up in the corner of the ward and the, et cetera. Well, a lot of people, find, we, I think we've got a pretty good mailing uh, list. Well, we have a mailing list. We also, I think, come up pretty early on in search results for used bikes or ah, recycled very good. bikes. Very good. So I think a lot of people find out about us when they want to buy a bike. We also do sell used bikes um, on Saturday mornings and in the summer on Wednesday evenings. But And you accept donated bikes. We do accept donated bikes. That's another way people find out about us when they want to, when they're trying to figure out where they can get rid of bikes in their basement. Um, but then uh, we sell bikes in order to support other programs that we have, such as Open Shop that I talked about before. We also have youth programs. Um, and we also are working with uh, we also have like a major free cycle reprogram where we collect all these donated bikes um, that we receive, get volunteers to fix them up, and then donate them out to the community again through partner organizations like Heartland Alliance, Refugee One, so that low-income folks, uh, refugees, and other people in need, people experiencing homelessness, can have access to bicycles so that they can, you know, have a cheap a form of transportation to get around the city mm -hmm. and, you know, get to work, all those things. You know, we've had a number of people on this show dealing with bikes. There was the Chicago Bicycle Federation or something. Mm -hmm. uh, there are people who talk about bike lanes and uh, uh, those kind of things. There was also the time when we were helping to collect parts for bikes to go to Cuba. Um, and Nicaragua. And Nicaragua. And then there were some people who are involved with bikes over in Africa. They were on the show. Uh, what's your sense of the progressive bike movement in Chicago and beyond? Uh, who else is out there doing stuff? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, Active Transportation Alliance does a lot of the, the bigger scale um, advocacy in the city. 
Um, but there's a lot of other, there's a number of other nonprofit shops like us. So working bikes. Um, Is that on Montrose? Uh, no, no they're in Douglas Park. Oh, Douglas yeah. Park. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, working bikes. They were in Bob way back. I think he went to Penn. Mm -hmm. He played ball. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Westtown Bikes um, is a does. Well, when we first started out, we took classes at Westtown Bikes, um, so they were really helpful to getting us launched. Um, and uh, Blackstone in uh, Hyde Park area. Yep. Um, and there's a number of others. Yeah. How do you feel? I mean, you're in a you're on an active street, Polina. Um, there is the uh, the uh, kitchen, the mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> just harvest, and the uh, north si the church. Yeah. I am blowing my mind, not remembering the name of the church. Good news. Good, Good news. news. Yeah. God. Oh man, she's gonna Reverend, get up. She's gonna be so mad at me, <laughs> Reverend Bugon Banks. Um, and uh, so, how, do you find that it's easy to connect with the surrounding community uh, by virtue of being in your location? Um, yes, actually. Uh, our landlord is actually Good News Partners, so we share space with their organization. And uh, we also just had the Harvest Festival that occurred oh, right. recently. That's right. Um, that brought a lot of people to our streets, and that was basically a collaboration with all the businesses and community uh, groups, groups mm -hmm. on Polina. Um, I think we've had, uh, I know one of our collective members volunteered to help um, the, the, the urban farm that was, uh, oh yeah, the like one right across street. the street. At, at uh, Gale, at the annex. Yeah, exactly, at or, the, the or, annex, yeah. Or the other, the other garden that's on Howard. Um, that that, is that's the bigger one, yeah. The bigger one that you have to pay for, that's different. Right, I think this is the one that, the annex that was the like. Annex. The the students. Yeah, 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 exactly. And the, and the staff of Gale School did mm -hmm. that for a long time, and, yeah. and John Hawkwater, our good friend. Yeah. The, I would love to hear from either of you, uh, your take on all the discussion about bike lanes and you know there's bike accidents and there are car drivers who think the bike lanes are taken over and the bike people get preference. There are other people who are pushing for more. What's the status of uh, the advancement of bicycle usage in the city and the way the city plays into that? Yeah, um, bike lanes are great. Um, there are studies that show that the more bike lanes you have, uh, the more people will ride bike, and the more people are riding bikes, the safer it is for everyone, for pedestrians, for cyclists, and for drivers. So, um, so yeah, uh, the more bike lanes, the better. Um, yeah, also, many people who ride bikes also have cars, and if they're on their bike, it means that they're not driving their car. So that's actually, uh, the more people you get on bikes, the less cars that you have on the street, which actually reduces traffic and congestion and because bikes are just much smaller it doesn't have to be this huge like we're pushing cars off of the road like the road belongs to a lot of people and cars are just one entity i'm for horses coming back too. <laughs> i wonder if we'd ever get to the point where um i i was in dublin just a year ago and the bikes in dublin i i mean they they pull up to a stoplight and everybody stops of course None of this, you know, riding through the light, which does infuriate drivers, and it's dangerous. But everybody 
everybody wears one uh, one of those neon vests as well over their work clothes on their bikes and goes you know merrily on their way, and and people are sharing the road. How how far how far are we from that in America here, or in Chicago for starters, which is historically a great biking city. We were we were the center of bike building. Uh, 180 years ago, 100 years ago, 80 years ago, 75 years ago, we were it between Schwinn and Schur and uh, who, I forget who else, not Schur. That's, yeah, the that's a different, they're the people who gave us the microphones, Kate. <laughs> oh, we got that in there. <laughs> there was another Thank one. you, Schur. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? What do you think? I think there, I, there, there needs to, a, a lot of it is cultural, so there needs to be a kind of a cultural shift, yeah. and um, that takes a, a lot of time. I mean, the more infrastructure, the better. Um, I think as more people ride bicycles, there will be more of a sense of what we can do to accommodate bicyclists. Um, there are a lot of, I mean, you talked about bicycle behavior a little bit. Yeah. Um, Active Trends Alliance does do workshops and stuff to help new bicyclists get on the street and learn things about safe riding. Uh, the Recyclery also hosts a number of group rides um, where we get people of all bicycle levels to ride together. And this is like actually a good way for newer urban bicyclists to get a sense of how to use the road in a way that is safe um, for both yourself as well as the people around you. Um, and also how to like not uh, endanger yourself by doing things like riding too close to parked cars, which are actually more of a danger to bicyclists than the cars moving next to you, uh, because people can open their doors. My uh, kid right has a whole you. ripped arm where that happened. Yeah, getting doored is actually one of the most common bike collisions. So like, bike safety is a part of it. When we sell bikes, we encourage people. I mean, people are very focused on helmets, which are one safety measure, but actually what is really important and less talked about is proper lighting, which is crucial at nighttime. Yes. And not everyone sees that as a necessary investment when it's uh, extremely important that you're seen um, when you're riding at night because, uh, yeah, other otherwise you put yourselves and others in danger. Yeah. Well, you so. trigger a lot of memories and thoughts, but just one thing before we wrap it up. Mm. Um, I, uh, I've gotten into some arguments as well as uh, some serious discussions. You see people, I think the rule is after you're 12 years old, you're not supposed to be on the sidewalk. And then you see people coming off the sidewalk and cars do not expect that. And I think that's probably the, I don't know how many accidents there are around that, but that's the one I've come closest to and seen happen the most. When I see adults riding bikes on the sidewalk, I say, why do you think they call it a sidewalk? <laughs> Walk. I got one I mean, last thing. Are, are either of you familiar with the velodrome on the southeast side? And uh, I don't know what the status of it. We were so fortunate to have another velodrome. There are not many in the world or in the country, but we had one in Northbrook and we had one on the southeast side. And I don't know if it's been operating. They're talking about pulling it down. Uh, they don't know. They don't know. I mean, I've heard about it. I would love to go see it sometime, but I actually don't. No, I wonder off if the top get, of my head. I always wanted to ride on a real yeah. drum. Okay, yeah. this has been great. Katie, wrap it up, will you? <laughs> well, I appreciate the work you're doing, and, and I really love that it's in our community. Um, 
you're going to have to be a regular visitor on the show to keep us posted. Absolutely. When's the next group ride? Do you know? Um, we don't have any planned Scheduled? right now, okay. but come check, check out our website, uh, www.therecyclery.org. That's therecyclery.org. Or we're also on Facebook, um, so follow our page. You can get updates from there. Good. And um, our, if you go to our website, you'll also see our, the list of our programs and the times. We also offer classes. Um, so if you're interested in learning how to tune up your bike for, uh, or overhaul any part of your bike, you can come and learn with us. That's we terrific. We also love volunteers of any mechanical Stripe. skill. Uh, level to join us. When I started volunteering, I knew nothing about bicycles. So please come join us. We're a very welcoming community uh, to people of all levels of mechanical skill. Right on, sister. Yeah. Right on, brother. All right. Thank you so much. You are listening to the Live from the Heartland show. We're here on WLUW 88.7 Chicago Sound Alliance. We are now broadcasting from the uh, Heartland Cafe's new entertainment room at 7006 North Glenwood, behind the kitchen. Uh, and we're here every Saturday morning. And you could get breakfast here. You can get great coffee. You could probably get a drink. You could have a whole lot of fun over here. So uh, thanks for listening in. And remember that you can see earlier editions of this show if you go to uh, youtube.com slash heartlandmedia or to our website the live from the heartland show live from the heartland.com it's called live from the heartland.com and that will be updated soon i'm sure with many new uh videos and recordings of this uh ongoing program